This, this is the Our Auto Expert Podcast. Find us on air, online, on mobile, and on your smart speaker. Please subscribe at ourautoexpert.com. Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert. Now, here's the host of Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert. Nick Miles. Locally created, nationally celebrated from the northwest to the southeast. This is the World's Car Radio Show. If it has a throttle, we'll feature it on air, online, on smartphone or on smart speaker. This is our auto expert where 2 million Americans get their automotive news daily. I'm your host, Nick Mile, along with truck girl Jen, who I learned a lot about in the car on the way over today. <laughs> she was like, I told her on the way out of the car, oh, I learned a lot about you today on the ride. And she went, oh, great. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. Yay, didn't like you. that, did you? <laughs> you did like the car, though, didn't you? I'm in love with it. A Mercedes-Benz a GLE AMG 63. I guess it's not a Mercedes-Benz. When it's an AMG, it's, it's a Mercedes, Mercedes AMG. Correct. Uh, GLE 63. I really am in love with the GT, but... That's could, another one of their yeah, if they Mercedes AMGs. That interior into the GT. Oh, it's, heaven. Uh, it is a beautiful inside of a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Although you said the seats weren't that comfy. No. They're a little more bolstery. Yeah. Because when you have something that has over 600 horsepower, woohoo! Yeah. Yeah. It's it my friend Chris Bilbao. He used to be my producer when we were at Z, uh, CW TV. I he always used Chris. to go, woohoo! <laughs> and I kind of, it's infectious. Woohoo! Annoying. No, it's it, not. It's yes, infectiously it beautiful. Okay. He used to do that when thing, he got excited about things. Oh. And I'm excited about the um, Mercedes AMG GLE 63. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be the theme of the show today. Please stop. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, there was several things I would change about it. I would have a different exterior color because it's a silver color. Yeah. Where's the keys? Here's the keys. What color is it? Let me just tell you is what the... graphite? No, it's silver... <laughs> uh, Selenite, Selentine Gray, Gray. All you need to know is it's a silver gray. Selentine Gray. <laughs> no. Why is everybody love gray? I think people have silver cars or gray cars because they blend in. Ugh. I, do, I despise gray cars. My, the thing is, if you have to live with it, I only live with them seven days. I think if you have to live with a vehicle for a longer time, then you probably just want a gray or silver. Well, maybe I like gunmetal gray or concrete or pewter. I think what we've just said is we like gray cars. <laughs> no. We did it like a one eighty. No, I think that it depends upon what area you live in as well. Here, it's always gray. It's raining. The sky's gray. The concrete's Only gray. Only for nine months a year. Exactly, Miss Depressing. Exactly. That's why I like <laughs> Miss Depressing. <laughs> There's that's three months of sunshine. Yes. God. Exactly. That's why. We should why. give out the number of depression hotline right now. <laughs> right. Do not own a great I car. I think I like colored cars because um, I probably wouldn't like to live with it. But I, you know, when you have a, a car, a test drive vehicle that shows up in your driveway all the time, you want something just other than gray. Yeah. In a, once in a while. Well, and like I said, it just, you blend into the road on the, the seats freeway. Are, Sometimes the, it's dangerous. The seats are... Is it? I don't know. The seats are white and black. Correct. They're zebra-ish. They're not zebra-ish. They're just <laughs> no, like they're, they're, they're white and black. They're classy. They are very, oh, and the dash, the big 12.8-inch screens, uh-huh. two of them. 
or all the way, almost all the way across the dash. Oh, that's beautiful. And it doesn't screen. have that wood trim that I love, you know, so much. Yeah, <laughs> I I think it's carbon fiber. But how much was it? You looked it up. Um, the base model was 118. So. Depressing dot com. So who knows what what <laughs> that one is? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I just was happy to sit in it, or and to drive it. Oh, and, and to put it in track mode and have it go. And let's tell everybody what the first thing you said to me is. Uh, oh, am I going to make you sick? Was that it? No. What did I say to you? I'm going to own this. Oh, yeah. I don't care what it takes. I'm going to own this. But I said that about every car I get in. No, not like this one. Really? No, you had like that five-year-old child look in your face. Every like... time I go onto a car launch, which is like press junkets for everyone that doesn't mm -hmm. know, I go on these car launch. I was on Mitsubishi this week for the Outlander, which, by the way, really good job they've done on it. Yeah. I know you probably already think, well, he's full of whatever, horse manure. But it's true. They've done a really good job on the now, on the Outlander. Um, for everybody, every time I go on a press launch, I go, oh, I would own one of these. I know you do. And then, like, next week, I'm like, no, I don't want one of these. Exactly. And the next week, I don't want one of these. I'm like Peter out of Family Guy. This is Oh, look, something shiny. Oh, look, something shiny. I know, and this is what I live with every <laughs> weekend. It's <laughs> like a five-year-old in a 45-year-old's body. I'm, I'm over it. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm a child. I know. You, how long have you known me? I'm a child. I'm an absolute child. I'm so glad this is radio and not television right now. <laughs> I'm a child. <laughs> Look, I don't have to go to rehab because I can admit it. I know. <laughs> Look. All right, what's it's on the show? It's a shiny car. Yeah, but oh, that's why I do a car show. Because I can talk about them and test drive them and I, I don't have a habit. I don't have to go out and buy them. <laughs> I don't have to walk by showrooms and go, ooh, look, something shiny. Do you know how many what? of us are jealous by you right now? No. <laughs> Yes, we're very I focused. have an addiction, and I feed it, and I don't have to, you Pay know. for it. Yes, I do. See, Pack show today. Jealous. We're going to talk about the new Cadillac CT4V. Mm -hmm. That's going to arrive in our fleet sometime soon, uh, which I'm glad of because I don't have to own it, too. We're going to find <laughs> out all about that. Uh, also, <laughs> also uh, we're going to talk about uh, a lot of other stuff. Now I'm just always He's talking about something. The fun. Venza. It's going to be the most. Uh, Let's <laughs> talk about the Venza. Shh, let me get through my what's on the show. It's going to. It's the most. Un, uh, it's the most underrated new vehicle on the market. It's. Uh, it only comes in a hybrid and all-wheel drive. It's. Uh, is it a minivan or is it a crossover? We'll find out more about the new 2021 Toyota Venza. It's National Car Care Month. Did you know this, Jen? Of course I do. It's National Car Care Month, and uh, you can't wait until you hear about all the new revolutionary revolutionary products. We're going to find out about those. <laughs> and my testing. I, love <laughs> I hate cleaning my cars. Some guys love Mark Trussell, example, okay. from, from Stellantis. He designs the wheels on the cars so he can get his hands in between and clean them. Correct. I have, I'd like a guy for that. I don't like to wash my car. I love to wash my car. I like just to look at something shiny. Uh, <laughs> Kia introduces a new vehicle. It's called the EV6. It's electric, and it looks like it came from the Jetsons, and they did a really good job. We're going to find out all about that on today's show. The Golf R is back for 2022. Uh, we'll have some inside scoop from the main man at the top of VW, and Tesla sold more than 185,000 cars in the first quarter. That is way above what they expected to do. What is the real story? That's also coming up on the show. So we've got a lot to talk about today. Electric cars, uh, big cars that make rum rum sounds, mm -hmm. and things that I pretend I'm going to own, but I'm not actually going to own because I'm full of mm -hmm. lies and mystery. Uh -huh. And I like things that go fast. Who? 
Honestly, if you don't appreciate sheet metal and loud noises and exciting speed, then there's something wrong with you. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah, but do you like your plug-in hybrids? And you? I like everything. You, yeah, exactly. You know, people, people who buy cars to go to and from work and don't mm -hmm. even know what they're called, get out of my life. Just okay. get out of my life. I don't want to know you. <laughs> Wait. I'm the I might have some girl. friends that are like that. Yeah. My other half yeah. often says, I'm going to take the Hyundai in the driveway. I'm like, that's not Hyundai. <laughs> what is it? I'm like, get out of my life. Okay, yeah. Take but, the keys and leave. But that's different. You have three vehicles that show up pretty much every week, at least three, that come on a rotating basis. Uh-huh. I just get excited. See, you, you make me sound like a privileged, arrogant toff. Maybe. And the truth is, I get up at three or four in the morning and I have to write stories I on know. all these and I'm out there filming in all weather. I'm not saying that, I'm not taking it. And I'm traveling all over the country and eating airplane food or bags of chips to stay, you know, ah, just. The yeah. manufacturers treat you really well. Uh, they do. I often don't end up going to dinner because I'm writing. I okay. was up at f I was I was doing radio at four fifty a.m. in the morning on Friday, and then filming have, all have, day. Have I offended you? By, yeah, because you make saying, it sound like I'm a privileged toff. No, I did not say that. Not at all. What did you say? I said, what are you saying? You're saying I'm have all these cars, and I'm, I'm saying that do what you love to do. I do. Well, I do. And you yes, do. I do. So. Oh, never mind, Nick. I'm trying to give you a compliment, <laughs> and you always just turn it into. I know. I'm just like I. I work hard. I know you do. I get up at o dark thirty. I never see the sunshine. I sit in a small little office with stinky dogs under my okay, desk. Okay, you do see the sunshine. You go film. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> I go film the rain and the cold all year round. Uh, I know you do. Trust I... me, I used to drive the cars for you. Remember? Yeah, yeah. I know. Now you have to work for a living too. Yeah. It's hard work. Uh -huh. um, I know why sometimes people look forward to retirement when we can actually have a... I want your job when I retire. <laughs> do you really? Yes. You do? Because I'm telling you, it's hard work. Yeah, but the best part is when, you know, in the morning when we pull up to Starbucks, everybody wants to know what you're driving this week. Uh, sometimes. It was interesting. They didn't ask today, and Whoa. it was like like a super cool car, that GLE I know. I'm surprised. Well, Nobody said I anything. And I even put it in track mode so they could hear the gurgle. And I was waiting for someone to go, ooh, what's that? Oh. Nobody did. Yeah, that should be a new thing for you. What? Zero to 60 through the Starbucks line. No. That's dude, I want to get served for coffee. That's how fast you went through, though. You, you waited till everybody went through. Was, and then you just. You make <gasps> me sound so irreverent and no. disrespectful. Oh, wow. Take it that way. I'm just saying that should be. I love oh, my God, Luke and Cam. I love all my Starbucks boys and girls. They are amazing. How did you take it? And I don't want to I don't want to get banned. Is it commercial break yet? No, I don't want to get banned from Starbucks. If I get banned from Starbucks, <sighs> my life minute. is over. We get one more minute of you gabbing. Up. I am going <laughs> to if I get banned from Starbucks for doing burnouts in through the drive through. My life is over. Maybe you could like, you can know. you imagine a, a journalist not being able to drink coffee? I think that you should. This whole country would See, have no write news. write Starbucks and tell them that you want to make this a thing. <laughs> Combine cars and coffee. Get it? Cars and coffee. Disrespectful ban from the drive-through. I can see it if coming. That's, if you want to take the negative approach on this, okay. I think Starbucks would take the negative approach. <laughs> I think I would be getting a letter. So, Mr. Miles, you are no longer welcome in our drive-through. Well, I can see, see it that. coming. 
All right, more being banned coming up on Our Auto Expert. You're listening to Our Auto Expert. Catch up with previous episodes of the show at our website, ourautoexpert.com. You can hear all past shows, see automotive videos, and read insider car stories about your next ride. Our Auto Expert is where 2 million Americans get their automotive news stories <coughs> Excuse me, daily. Uh, you can read them all at Our Auto Expert. If you're a fan of speed like I am, as Jen well knows, you'll be interested to know that GM launched the Cadillac CT4V as a, a new mid-range performance sedan. It slots between the regular CT4 and the recently revealed CT4V uh, Blackwing. It is in that position as the new CT4V compares with other performance-oriented C-segment sedans, such as the Mercedes-Benz A35 AMG and the CLA 35 AMG, BMW's M40i, as well as the Audi S3. Um, And, of course, we wanted to have Megan Quinn back on, the uh, Cadillac marketing manager, to talk about it. So, Megan, first question for you. Jen thinks I should start a new feature doing burnouts through the drive-thru of Starbucks. What do you think? (laughs) <laughs> I absolutely support that. Do you do? Thank you. I just don't want you. I just don't want to get banned from Starbucks because if I have to go without coffee, but it's I think cars it's, and coffee. Uh, yeah, but, I, <laughs> but I, you need the coffee part to make that well, work. Maybe if you put the coffee, you know, on the hood and see how fast you go. No, spilling it. I, you know, you'd <laughs> spill it definitely. Um, it's nice to have an American performance vehicle. Uh, the CT4V is obviously coming to our fleet very soon. I'll be driving that in the next week or so from Cadillac. So uh, has it been well-received by the performance community? Um, I heard that you'll be driving it, and I'm very excited. Um, yes, it has been well-received. Um, I think the, our expansion of the V-Series was... Um, was interesting for people um, because the initial reaction was that we were diluting the V-Series, and um, I think we've really um, proven that that's not the case. We've added an extra um, element to um, people who are looking for a really fun-to-drive daily driver, and that's exactly what the CT4V is. It's it's very nimble and athletic, and it's I, I've been driving one for the last, seven months and Mm. I I think when we talked last time I I told you sometimes driving is my favorite part of the day because it's like the world that we live in right now is so stressful and driving is just um, the fun to drive aspect just really brightens my day a lot of times Um, so I yes um, the the media reviews have been great Um, obviously we've we've been doing media reviews a little bit different now um, Due to COVID, we were not doing in-person big groups. We're doing more loans like what you're experiencing next week. So um, the the reviews have been great. Um, the the um, credibility for the expansion of the V-Series and our further expansion with our recently revealed V-Series Blackwing has been very well received. So it's interesting as sedans decline in popularity, most people are going to SUVs. A lot of people like to sit higher. They want more utility in their vehicle. But the one portion of sedans which seems to be strong is the performance end. And even though sedans are not popular in America, the performance side, the Vs, the Black Wings, uh, the AMGs, the Ss, the M series uh, for BMW, are still what people like. I mean, I know BMW are selling more Ms. Mercedes are selling more AMGs than they've ever sold in the past. Is that 
true for Cadillac? There's more interest now in the Vs and, and the Blackwings? Um, yes, to be completely honest, um, the, being that the segment was shrinking, um, it, it did feel like a bit of a risk to launch two sedans at the same time. And um, to be very honest, again, we, we, ran, in some, to, we ran into some obstacles. Um, we, we had some challenges just due to timing with um, the plant being closed. And there were, there were different things that came into play last year. But overall, um, although the segment is, is shrinking, there's a lot of demand for sedans, which we've proven. So I had the opportunity, fortunately, in my job to talk directly with customers. And we recently did an um, early buyer study for CT4. And some of the things that really stood out were that we're really attracting a younger buyer um, with sedans. I, I think that um, people are really seeing sedans for the expressive design that they offer and really, again, that fun-to-drive characteristic that you can't really get in the SUV. It's um, it's interesting to talk to people because if you own an SUV, you don't typically tell your friends about it, um, what makes it special and how it makes you feel. But when you're driving a sedan, you really want to talk about right. how great your sedan is and, and what how it makes you feel and what's special about it. So. We really um, tune into that when we're putting out marketing materials or when we're talking to, to customers. Is that's really how we want you to feel. That's how I want you to feel when you drive the car next week. Is um, it, it gives you this confidence and this exhilaration that you just wouldn't feel on an SUV. And of course, with all the extra things like manual, it's got Gen excited. That's what I heard. A, the rumor that the it's the CT4 20 or 2022 is going to have a manual. Yes, special. I, can confirm, I can confirm the rumor is correct. Um, that is for um, the V-Series Blackwing. We have the manual transmission that's offered in CT4 and CT5 V-Series Blackwing, which um, is, you know, a novelty um, at this point in time. So it's, it's a really exciting feature to be able to offer, and we're seeing um, in the early orders that people are, in fact, very excited to have a manual transmission as an option. Yes, and I, I've always supported the fact that manuals are actually safer to drive because you can respond quicker. And plus, when you talk about these vehicles, they come with so much more than the competitors, the magnetic ride control. They come with the Brembo brakes, the all-wheel drive, all those performance extras, 18-inch wheels. Uh, I, I can't even wait. I can't even wait to get in and drive this. Uh, tell us about the starting price, and uh, is the V on sale now? Um, yes. Yeah. So CT4 and CT5V were launched um, and revealed last year. Um, the V Blackwings were just recently revealed in February and will be on sale later this summer. The starting price for the CT4V is around uh, $43,000, For CT4 V Blackwing, um, and the starting price is in the low 60s. That's not too bad. Um, you know, I think I'll work my way up, start with the V and see how we do. You know, Blackwing becomes an option. Um, if, if I can get on with the V very well, we might try that. Um, I will report back, and uh, maybe if I get a chance to drive the Blackwing in the future, uh, um, maybe we can talk about that as well. But I will report back and tell you how much fun I had. It has with actually... to be the manual. Oh, of course, <laughs> of course it has to be the manual. Uh, well, I will report back and let you know how well we did. Megan Quinn from Cadillac, thank you very much. We have more coming up on our Auto Expert. Stand by. You're listening to the R Auto Expert Podcast. 
This is our Auto Expert Radio Show. It's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can start a conversation with us. Just ask us a car question. Direct messages at our Auto Expert. It's where 2 million Americans get their automotive news daily. I think it's one of the most underrated vehicles of 2020, 2021. And definitely one of my favorites. Is it a family hauler? Is it a minivan? Is it a crossover? Well, I think Toyota would definitely say it's a crossover. Sam Adams joining us from Toyota Marketing. He is a Toyota Marketing and Planner for the 2021 Toyota Venza. So it has a lot of incredible features. Only comes in a hybrid. It only comes in all-wheel drive. It's a standard electronic on-demand all-wheel drive. It has a lot of cool features, including that uh, available Stargazer fixed panorama glass roof with frosted control available 12.3 inch multimedia touchscreen and it's built on that uh, new TNGAK platform have I done your job for you already Sam sorry did I blow all the key points <laughs> hey Nick thanks for having me on really great to be here yeah I mean what, what, what's more to say right um, but no I, I appreciate the intro there and like you said uh, Venza is really kind of the total package you start with um, from a hybrid powertrain perspective, you look at class-leading um, estimated, you know, 39 mpg combined on XLE and Limited. Uh, you mentioned, of course, we got to talk the Stargaze roof. Um, that thing is just an absolutely beautiful, unique feature that we have to offer. This vehicle is, you know, jam-packed with technology, uh, safety features, um, and, and really, really unique styling. And I think it's, uh, you know, it's a it's, it's a great fit for um, a lot of you know, the family buyer you mentioned, but also it's got that crossover flair as well. So um, just just overall total package. And you mentioned all-wheel drive. Um, to get all of that wrapped up in one bum- one bundle is, uh, is pretty unique and, and uh, really sets Venza apart, I think. One of my pals, Russ Humberson, owns Beaverton Toyota uh, in the Portland area. And Russ always uh, tells me about this vehicle. Um, he, he can only really keep the the base trim models on the lot because the others go out so fast and people show up and they don't want to buy them because they want that that fixed stargazer roof stargaze roof and so they see it and then they see how the stargaze roof works on one of his demo models and they're like well, we want that and so we're going to order one so he says they they end up ordering them and having to wait for the new ones to come in because uh, when everyone sees that roof it's just the selling point it's an absolute wow factor um, on this vehicle. You know, you get in there, like you said, um, it offers um, a lot of that uh, really neat uh, cabin control because um, you have the power, right, to adjust it. It's a full-length, you know, panoramic fixed roof. Um, and you can simply, with a, basically the touch of a button, it can go from that opaque sort of frosted um, window to, to clear. So it's, it's really up to you. You can make it. I'm a window guy. I really like to have that open-air type feel really inviting I've, I've always got you know my, my my roof open i got the windows open when i can um so I, it just really offers like you said it, it's a total wow factor um and it, it really sets the venza apart especially that limited grade i think one of the things i've always you know people say when when will electric cars just be called cars and that's i guess at some point when they you know they just become so common and in a sense 
it's the same with hybrids and all-wheel drive. When do they just become part of the vehicle itself? And you don't have a choice with this. It comes with all-wheel drive. It comes with a hybrid uh, engine or hybrid motor and engine. So there's no optioning up. You get it as part of the base package because it's part of the vehicle's DNA. It's built into the vehicle. And in my thought, in a greener land which we're trying to come to, um, that's how every vehicle should be. It should be all-wheel drive and it should be hybrid just because it's better for the environment, but it also increases performance. It's much better to go around a corner with all-wheel drive because you get better control. And to be honest with you, when you have a bit more electricity powering one set of wheels, you get better performance. And a lot of people think, oh, there's worse performance in a hybrid, but it's not true, is it? No, not at all. And I, and, and, you know, Nick, I couldn't agree with you more there on, on um, you know, when, when do we just start calling, you know, kind of getting rid of that, that hybrid word? Because you're right, from a, from a um, performance standpoint um, and a drivability standpoint, this car performs, you know, exceptionally well. Um, and then also, you know, I'm a, I'm a bit of a penny pincher myself and, you know, gas prices are okay right now, but, um, the 16 year old in me sees that, uh, at 39 combined MPG, um, and then all the features and whatnot. And, uh, it makes me smile, you know, just thinking about that, that, that fuel efficiency combined with all wheel drive capability, just overall performance. And then all the bells and whistles that really come with Venza, um, you know, it's, it's an exciting product and it's exciting to see that we are moving towards you know, that greener uh, sort of landscape that we're hoping to get to um, in, in making uh, making hybrid here standard across all three grades. I mean, I like, I like my AMGs, my M cars, you know, my Hemi engines. Mm-hmm. But if you added a Hemi engine or an AMG and you put in electric as well, you just get so much better performance. One of the things I look at this vehicle and I go, did this start its life as a Lexus? Because it looks a little different than a regular Toyota. It looks a little bit sophisticated. It looks a little bit high-end mm-hmm. from the outside. I'm a little suspicious that it started its life something else. Because it looks very different from the regular Toyota lineup. It lo- the grill doesn't look the same. It looks very high-end. It sure does. Um, and I, I can't speak to that. But I, I do... Um, think it, it is an exciting product to work on. It's it's um, it's it like you mentioned, it stands out um, amongst the Toyota lineup. And I personally love styling. I think it flows incredibly well. I think it looks unique. And one thing I don't think like it's talked about enough. It's one of my favorite features of the vehicle is that rear thin taillight um, that it has. And I just think it really accentuates the character of the vehicle from the rear end, and it really helps kind of bring out those character and styling lines that that uh, are on the Venza. It's, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful crossover. Toyota's very sure-footed. When you build a vehicle, you go mm-hmm. steady and you go slow and you do things, you know, easily and carefully. You don't stick a lot of new untested tech in a vehicle. You only put stuff in a vehicle when you're tested and when you're ready to go. Yet you've packed this with a lot more tech than I usually see in Toyota's kick, open tailgate, bigger screens. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in here. Uh, 12.3 inch screen. You went pretty crazy in packing it full of tech. Yeah, we we sure did, and um, I think that's what we were kind of going for there. You know, with uh, this vehicle being 
a little bit premium. And, and, you know, you mentioned the 12.3 inch touchscreen that we have, but also I'm a, I'm a music buff, a podcast guy. So, you know, a, uh, uh, sound system is very important to me. And with the nine JBL speakers we have in there as well, um, that's just to mention a few things. Um, and then, you know, one thing that I like to bring up with Venza is how we've really married, I think, a lot of cool uh, technology features with safety. You look at like the digital rear view mirror, the bird's eye view camera with perimeter scan, um, and then you know, the heads up display as well. I think those things are really unique sort of tech items that have been added but they also provide that additional safety benefit, which is something we hold near and dear to our hearts at Toyota. Yeah, I mean, a heads-up display is usually something you'd see on a Lexus, not necessarily on a Toyota. Right. And and there Absolutely. again, yeah, there again, it's in this car. Um, and space, a lot of space. There, there seems to be a lot of pockets to put stuff. There seems to be a lot of space in the vehicle. Uh, you've also given everybody all of that space that they need and different trim levels as well, so you can you can go up. Absolutely. You know, it comes in three grades. Like you said, a lot of space, um, a lot of flexibility, a lot of versatility there um, that you would expect hopefully in a, to get in, the, in a crossover, but all of um, the performance as well. Um, the three grades, you know, starting at uh, LE as you move up to XLE and limited. Um, and, you know, one thing too, I like to mention from a grade perspective is it's a pretty simplified strategy with the, the three grades. And I think, um, you know, from a consumer standpoint, uh, that's something I, I appreciate quite a bit because there's a lot of versatility and flexibility um, as you look at the grades, but it's also, you know, a very simplified, easy yeah. to read. Um, and you're not putting a lot of, you're not putting a lot of um, heavy lifting on the end consumer, which yeah. as, as a marketer, I appreciate that as well. Yeah. There's not a thousand packages and you don't start at yeah. a certain price and end up doubling the price of the vehicle just because you get all the tech that you want. And by the way, I think there's some voodoo involved here too, because it's pretty quiet on the inside. And 39 miles a gallon, too. I don't know quite how you got there, but that's that's pretty amazing to get that sort of thing. Uh, price and availability, where are we with that? Well, you can find it, you know, across the United States on dealer lots. So I'd recommend getting out there and visiting a dealer if you can get in there, um, drive one, you'll fall in love with it. And um, from a price standpoint, when you look at LE, you're starting at around 32000 When you move up to XLE, you're looking at 36000 um, and then as you get into the limited, uh, 39000 starting. Not bad. So around 40000 topping out as well. By the way, one quick question. Do you feel like you're competing with a lot of people with your name because you've got Sam Adams, the beer. We've got the mayor <laughs> of Portland, Sam Adams. We've got the founding fathers of America, Sam Adams. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, you, you know, if someone Googles you, they're going to have a co- – you've got quite a lot of competition. Yeah, you know, and um, I was—I knew this was coming. I, I didn't know if it would be at the end of the interview. It be at the interview, but um, no, unfortunately, um, it's a great name to have. It have it's a high honor. Um, unfortunately for me, though, no no relation to the uh, the adult beverage or the um, patriot. Um, but maybe in, later in life, I'll find out that uh, um, I'm the heir to the throne up in Boston or something. But um, for, for now, you, you should make your Facebook profile picture uh, you on the back of the beer label or something. That would be the, that would be the totally good one to do as well. I think yeah. that would be the that would be the clear winner. Uh, Sam Adams from Toyota, the most famous Sam Adams. Thank you for telling us about the brand new Toyota Venza. Go to Toyota's website or your local Toyota dealer and check out that Stargazer roof because Stargazer roof because it's pretty amazing. More our auto expert on the way. Here it comes. You're listening to Our Auto Expert.
Over 12,000 people have downloaded our Auto Expert podcast and many more streamers join the happy listeners via iHeartRadio, Pandora app, Apple Podcast, and Spotify, ourautoexpert.com. As well, hours of endless fun await you. I'm Nick Miles, and this is our Auto Expert radio show. Two million Americans get their automotive news daily from our Auto Expert. Uh, Jim Dvorak, uh, public relations and technical support for Mothers, joins us. April is Car Care Month, and Jen's been scrubbing away at her truck, trying to make it look uh, 25 years younger. Correct. How old is your truck? It's old. It's old or super old? <laughs> no, just old. This just old. old. My other one's super old. Yeah, one old, <laughs> one super old. Uh, Jim, thanks for joining us on the show. So Car Care Month means uh, probably you guys are answering a lot of questions for those people that are ready to get their vehicles ship shape and shiny. Why is car care so important to Americans to keep their cars all ready to go? Well, first of all, Nick, thank you so much for having me on the show and Jen, you too, and I hope you're not working too hard on your cars, Jen, because uh, uh, we try to make products that are very easy to use well, and important. You know, so tell me about your experience. What are you using lately? Okay, so I just finished that three-step system with the buffer. Okay. Um, my problem is, is that every time I go to finish something, it starts raining. <laughs> so it's not really the product's fault at all. It's just our weather systems out here. So. <laughs> So that, that, that can present a problem this time of year, but what is important is that you're doing something periodically, so you're more so maintaining it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we've tried to do is make car care a little bit easier. That three-step system you've been using, our uh, California Gold Ultimate Wax System, it's wonderful for a car that needs some tender, loving care, and it really only takes those three steps maybe once or twice a year and maintain it with one or two steps. But we've tried to make things even easier and longer lasting with our new Ultimate Hybrid line, which combines the, the beauty of a traditional wax with the technology of a longer lasting ceramic that provides a great protection with little effort. And just a little bit of time each month or a couple times a month to help maintain the finish of your vehicle so it's not so much work. I know you guys, Jen, have a real challenge in in the uh, Pacific Northwest (laughs) with the weather. So, you know, your opportunities to work on the vehicles are very limited. And then when it is nice weather, you want to get out in the parks and in the wildlife and and enjoy the beautiful scenery up there. But we try to offer products that are catered to various, various needs. If you have a lot of time, you can certainly put the time into it. If you don't have a lot of time, just a little bit of effort as you drive a car, maybe use a spray wax that lasts a few weeks. Right. And uh, quick and easy protection to keep that shine, keep that protection, protect that clear coat. All the paint on the vehicles now are a base coat clear coat, and they still need to be protected with a sacrificial layer and a wax or ceramic product helps provide that protection quick and easy. So this is the uh, the ultimate hybrid line that uh, we have in the studio in front of us. Why should I have this product in my garage? It combines that traditional, um, easy-to-use Carnaba wax with a modern ceramic. So there's really no learning curve, and it gives longer-lasting protection. It's kind of like the difference between a carbureted car, fuel-injected car, and supercharged. This this combines kind of like uh, the fuel injection 
So a carburetor, fuel injection, and um, again, it's quick and easy to use. If you wanted to go supercharged with the CMX ceramic, that does have a little bit of a learning curve. The technique's a little bit different. A lot of users love it, but we're hoping this new Ultimate Hybrid line will be a pathway for people to embrace newer technology without anything new to learn. So sort of different levels of, I guess, experience or different levels of how much you want to engage in it Mm -hmm. is how you do it. So tell me how you use the Ultimate Hybrid line. Well, it works just like your traditional wax. First of all, we do have an Ultimate Hybrid one-step ceramic clay and coat. Before protecting your paint, you oftentimes need to remove surface contaminants that yeah. make the paint feel rough. These would be pollens or, or dirt that's stuck to it over winter. My clay bar stuff, so we, remember? Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> so this is, a, this is a modern clay bar. We're including our speed clay along with our Mother's Ultimate Hybrid Ceramic Detailer. You missed a little area of the paint, rub that clay tool across the surface. It removes those bumps, those pollens and other contaminants. Right. You can stop with that if you'd like, because that ceramic detailer does have some great protection to it. If you want to add additional protection, you have a choice of the ceramic spray wax, mist, wipe it, and buff it. If you want even longer protection and you want some polishing to go along with that, say you have some scratches from you know, scraping the, the snow off of your vehicle in the winter and whatnot, the ceramic wax is quick and easy. Pour it on an applicator, work it in a finish, just like a traditional wax. Right. Let it dry to a haze and buff it off. Very easy. No learning curve at all. Awesome. Uh, I live between a beehive, a bee farm, <laughs> and uh, and a agricultural place. And so the bees fly over, and I get these little yellow streaks across my car. <laughs> they call it bee poop. I'm not sure what it is, but uh, yeah. So I need there. to clay bar my car quite regularly. I also and I like that it's light. It doesn't st- smell, you know. Um, at least the you're not supposed food. to put it in your mouth, Jen. No, stop. Uh, <laughs> licking my fingers. No, <laughs> no, but it is easy to use. I am. I have a carpal tunnel, so I don't like spending lots of time scrubbing 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 all the wax off but i i also easy i also noticed jim that you have something that i might ask uh, to to try out i noticed on my lexus gx 460 that my headlights are all dull and i was thinking oh i wonder if you have a product to make my headlights better and i was looking online and they say use toothpaste but i bet you shouldn't no. use toothpaste i bet you should use mother's power plastic for light shouldn't you um, well, we would appreciate that. <laughs> well, basically, your, your headlights need polishing at some point. Right. They're, they're a plastic lens with a clear coat. All the headlights made since the late 1980s are the same, newer, the same technology. Plastic lens with a protective clear coat. Over time, that clear coat gets oxidized, just like your body paint. So you really should wax those. When you're waxing your car, wax your headlights. We do have uh, actually our new lens headlight renewal kit. It includes a Powerball for lights with that power plastic for lights polish, and it attaches to your drill, and it'll shine those up right away. If necessary, it includes sanding discs to help remove the damaged part of that clear coat or remove it altogether if it's blistering and peeling, which they sometimes can do. Okay. And so that's our mother's new lens headlight renewal kit. Jim, sold. 
I'm telling you, Sol. If, uh, by the way, if anybody wants to know more about this in April, which is Car Care Month, you just go to mothers.com. Jim Dvorak, who is the public relations and technical support for mothers, you have been more than an encyclopedia for Car Care Month. Thank you for joining us. And, of course, you can find out more about this at mothers.com. And make sure you take care of your car. And Jim, I think you gave us uh, a lot of things to think about here. The line that we talked about was the Mother's Ultimate Hybrid line. And, of course, there was all of the information about that. And you can find them anywhere. Yes. Everybody has them. And if they don't have them, it's sad for them. That's what I can say. <laughs> Mothers.com is the website. We'll have more Our Auto Expert on the way. The show continues. Stand by. You're listening to the Our Auto Expert Podcast. Locally created, nationally celebrated from the northwest to the southeast, this is the World's Car Radio Show. But as a throttle, we'll feature it on air, online, on smartphone, or on smart speaker. This is our auto expert, where 2 million Americans get their automotive news daily. I'm your host, Nick Miles, along with truck girl Jen, who I'm still trying to get all excited about electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm excited about the, the racing ones. Is that it? Yeah, I haven't found one that I like yet. Could I? But, but. But. What about this one? Do you like this I, one? I do kind of like, I like the outlook. Do you think that, yeah. the outlook or the, the look? <laughs> <laughs> um, what if I tell you this car looks like it came from the Jetsons? I love the look of this car. You do? I this do. is the new Kia EV6. I think it looks very spacey. Mm. Could I say race car-y? Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I think, anyway. Yeah, anyways, I like uh, it. Joining us is uh, James Bell. He's the director of communications from Kia. Do you think it looks like it comes from the Jetsons, James? You know, it's interesting. I've, I've been enjoying hearing reception on it. I saw it probably six months ago or so, and I didn't know quite what to make of it. But uh, the reception has been, and that's why I was enjoying hearing you guys talk just there, has been um, much more futuristic, I think. Uh, I, I quite like the the new Hyundai Ioniq Five, okay, which, uh, built built on this, uh, the same platform, and but we have a much different set of tune. Ours is going to be way more sporty. But I like the look of the Ioniq Five, and then I got a good look at what you know the final production spec of our car, and I said, yeah, okay, I'm in. I, I like it. I really think it looks like a, a Porsche. It looks more German than it does mm-hmm. uh, Korean. I like the idea that I think it's going to go a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love the headlights. Are we going to do track driving when we do the uh, launch? Or are we, we going to do any launches of this, or is it going to be delivered to our driveway? I guess I should ask that question first. <laughs> well, um, the last car we drove uh, delivered to your driveway, we didn't want to do. We wanted to have an event, but yes, right. we're we are aiming for doing a proper event with uh, this vehicle. This okay, exciting. and then the next question would be: If we're doing a proper oh, event, geez, can we, we do some track driving? <laughs> Next well, let me tell you what was going to happen. If uh, the world didn't get weird, <laughs> we were going to actually have an event uh, where we we're going to have a series of electric vehicles okay. and charge them all up okay. and then do dr- drag races. Yes! Oh! Yes! No, but hold on, hold on. Okay. Drag races until they ran, all of them ran out of power. Okay. And then put them all back on charge yeah. and have a race to see which one charged the fastest. Right. And got back on the track running again. Okay. Oh, my gosh. We had it on pretty good information. It was going to be our car. 
Yeah, here's the deal, though. We know that you only do that if your deck exactly. is loaded because we know you'd win anyway. <laughs> Otherwise, you wouldn't do it. This is an exciting Well, game. but did you, did you see in the video from Korea uh, yeah. this week on the introduction of the EV6, they did a drag race against uh, Ferrari, a Porsche, Lamborghini, McLaren. Uh, I can't remember all the others. And our car lost by a nose to the McLaren. And I was so pleased to see... Just wow. as a as a student of the of the business, right. I was so pleased to see that you know that the organ the, the uh, corporation allowed us to come in second place. But guess what? That means we beat the Ferrari, the yes. Porsche, the Lamborghini, yeah. and on and on and on. By the way, why has Kia done so well since you've been there? Is that is, you being there? Has that got anything to do with it? I think it does. Um, I'm going to call it dirty, rotten, lucky timing. Uh, <laughs> whatever, I, I, whatever. Don't the company, don't no, take no, a back no, seat, I mean, buddy. Don't take a back seat. Just saying, whatever happened, the timing was just right. That I will give you uh, full credit for saying. Yes, right. there's no doubt about that. And, you know, when I joined the company, I got to look at some of the future product planning and some ideas. And I, I remember scratching my head, starting with the Stinger and thinking, I don't know if this brand is this kind of stuff. And guess what? We are. And it's been a great run. I really, yes. So, yes, okay, I'll take credit. <laughs> I, I hosted um, an online webinar with one of your dealers out of Texas. Um, I think he has mm -hmm. Dallas and Austin. When, and I asked him before we went live uh, what he thought of the new carnival. Um, mm. And he said, I think it's amazing. I just don't like the name. I'm like, shut up. How could you not like something that has carnival in it? First of all, it implies <laughs> it's a 24-hour party. Second of all, everybody's been asking. I mean, I know the name doesn't necessarily say it, but everyone's been asking for a minivan that doesn't look like a minivan and someone doesn't call a minivan. It looks like an SUV but has sliding doors. And finally, after 20 years, somebody delivers. Mm -hmm. So shush yep. and just sell them. And he's like, you're right. <laughs> well, you're right. So just talk to that guy again in a month because uh, we've had our first full 30 days of carnival um, availability and dealerships still somewhat limited as we're getting it spread across the country and they're they're selling and i think it was 4.8 days so they're 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 wow. coming in and leaving yeah and yeah that doesn't generally happen in that market you know the the minivan mpv whatever you want to call it market well uh, alex dykes who uh, who we both know yes he called he said mpv stands for mini uh, sorry minivan purpose vehicle right <laughs> which i go. thought was quite good but no, it's uh, that that segment normally doesn't get a lot of attention or you know or excitement, and uh, we seem to have done that. So yeah. that's fun. Just shush and sell the vehicle. Sorry, back to EV6, yes, which is, is why exciting. we're here. Yes. We're, we're here. Go ahead. Yeah. So finally, I mean, you've had you've had Nero. I mean, you've had electric vehicles before. This is not new territory for you, but it's exciting new territory for you with power. And people are asking for things that aren't so electric, right? People are asking for performance. They're asking for yep. fun to drive. They're asking for things charge fast. So what do we know? What are the stats? What can you tell me about the EV6? What's been released? I think the easiest way to kind of get your head around it is to think of it as the electric spiritual successor in a way for the Stinger. Okay. That's the way oh. we're, we're going to approach this vehicle. So, you know, rear wheel drive with an all wheel drive option. Um, there's a GT version, which is the one that was in the drag race that right. will do zero to 60 and under 3.5. Nice. Um, uh, again, the, the charging time is uh, obviously something that a lot of people are concerned about if they're using the vehicle as a more daily driver as we get more um, charging out into public spaces to be able to, you know, maybe uh, go order coffee and come back and have 80% charge. That's, that's kind of what we're looking for. So we're thinking um, about like eight, 20 minutes-ish, 
maybe yeah, more, exactly. maybe less, somewhere around there. Okay. Well, I mean, it all depends, you know, if you're on 400 volt or 800, is, which is going to start to get its way around. So it's we're still kind of in a in a gray area there, but uh, our data shows, and, and I think it's pretty logical, that a vast majority of people who are considering an electric vehicle, and it's not for everybody yet, I understand that. I also say to those people, it will be at some point, right. but it's not yet, and that's right. fine. But a vast majority are going are gonna to do their charging at home. They're going to plug in when they get home for yeah. the day's uh, cl- uh, conclusion. Yeah. They're going to plug it in. They're going to wake up in the morning and yeah. start the day fresh, ready to go. Right. That's the way it's going to work. And this will have 300-plus miles of range. Good. Average uh, American drives about 28 miles a day. Yeah. I think we got you covered. Yeah. So um, final numbers closer to when it's released? Is that what we're thinking? Uh, yeah. Well, we're going to be having a, uh, a, a bit of an event that you'll be hearing about very soon okay. in about eight or nine weeks. Okay. And uh, we will have more information about the North American spec version. I mean, again, if you think uh, connection to Stinger and what Stinger has meant to the Kia brand, we are about to um, electrify that. Oh, you like that? I just made that up. Oh, well, you're teasing me now, but that's not new. You tease us all the time. Let's ask this question. Um, These things start off sounding really great. And then the price comes out, and it's like fifty grand. Oh, but there's a seventy-five hundred dollar tax credit, so it brings it down to forty-two. Is it going to be reasonable? Is it going to be priced for every American? Well, that's the beautiful thing of what we do at Kia. We yeah. like to over-deliver and fairly price. Okay. So yes, we'll we'll have a collection of, of of different trim levels available, as all electric car makers do, with different battery pack sizes and so forth. But yeah, there will be a rear-wheel drive. Uh, I think it's going to be called an EX or something like that, just kind of a you know a low a mid-trim version, which even before the um, government credits and 7,500 and so forth, will be very affordable. Absolutely, yes. You already have several electrified vehicles on the market. You've had the Soul, mm-hmm. you've had the Nero. How close to you? Uh, how close are you to running out of your available credits? Not. No, we're we're in good shape on that. I mean okay. the. The Nero EV has, you know, the Nero and the Nero plug-in, sorry, the Nero hybrid and Nero plug-in hybrid have been very successful. The Nero EV, we kind of limited the markets that we put it into just to kind of play the roll the dice a little bit differently and, and know where there was already um, kind of verifiable interest. So uh, long way of saying that, yes, we still have in our back pocket a lot of credits available for that. So we're not in the Tesla situation, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, no, because people are running out. I mean, GM, you know, the Bolt is not available. And uh, Tesla, no, they're gone. I mean, VW and several other people still have credits. But, you know, I don't want to be thinking about buying a car if it's running out of credits. No, no, we we are good on that. Yep, Not, um, not a concern. And delivery of these vehicles is happening no, I can't tell you that, Nick. Come on, you know uh, that. This year, yeah, next yeah. year, like 10 years' time? What are we thinking? No, 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 no. Uh, before the end of the year. Okay, that's all I need. More, you'll you'll know more in a couple months. That's all I need to know. I mean, before the end okay. of the year is good enough for me. Um, uh, it looks like there might be a New York Auto Show. Are we going to see you? I know. Yeah, well, we well, Okay, now this is for Jen. Nick, just go away for a minute. Okay, Sweet. I'm gone. Bye. <laughs> Uh, we are going to show off some things that uh, may be of, of more interest in a body style utility kind of thing Ooh. Uh, that will be also uh, shocking and electrifying. Okay, I'm and excited we're lo- now. We're, yes, and we're hoping to do something in that space uh, come to the New York show, which we're, uh, you know, those of us in the business, sorry, we'll go a little inside baseball here. Uh, we, we've all, all the manufacturers, I know for a fact, have, have put that show on our 
on our uh, you know on our radar and say, come on, let this happen. Let's 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 get back to life a little bit. So that's the marker. Can I awesome. come back now? No. Oh hi. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's All right. <laughs> we have we have to take a commercial break. I James know. Bell, good friend of mine. Yes. Very very good interview. Maybe maybe he's done this once or twice before. Yeah. Just saying. We'll have him back for sure. Um, we, we will definitely have <laughs> you back. If you're, don't miss out on telling us your exciting news. James Bell, go to Kia.com um, and find out all the exciting news and uh, EV6. I can't wait to drive it. Yes. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you soon. New EV6 from uh, Kia. Very exciting. We'll be back soon. You're listening to Our Auto Expert. Catch up with previous episodes of the show. Our website is ourautoexpert.com. You can still hear past shows, see automotive videos, and read insightly car stories about your next ride. Our Auto Expert is where 2 million Americans get their automotive news daily. You'll find it all at ourautoexpert.com. Excited to tell you that the new 2022 Volkswagen Golf R brings back more power, more tech, and more fun than ever before. You know, the Golf R has always been more fun than ever before. But joining us uh, as usual to talk about all things cool and VW is the big cheese at VW uh, PR department, Mark Gillies. Uh, by the way, I was talking to your pal Jeremy Barnes uh, the other day who showed me some live pictures of his garage. And uh, there, behold, was a piece of uh, your automotive collection in his garage, Mark. Wow. Wow. Uh- yeah, it's uh, believe it or not, I've seen the car before um, many years ago. Um, uh, I've competed against it actually, um, but I haven't actually seen it since it's been in my ownership, which is really <laughs> strange. <laughs> well, well, so tell us a little about it because you, you bought it, and now Jeremy Barnes, who is the head of PR for Mitsubishi, is looking after it for you. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jeremy and I go way back. Um, I've even met him race he's let me race some of his cars and i've raced he's he's raced one of mine so it's a 1960 cooper type 53 grand prix car so it's um so it's a a really nice car i used to race one for um a friend of mine um rodney smith who sadly died a few years ago in a bike accident but he had he had jack brabham's car from 1960 and i raced that so when the opportunity to buy this one came up i you know you jumped at they it. And borrowed, they borrowed and stole some money and, and uh, <laughs> sold a car. And <laughs> the wife wasn't very, my yeah. wife wasn't very happy about it. So, well, but, I but, think. Wait need... a second. First mistake, you told your wife. That was the first mistake. Second mistake <laughs> is you told me. So now I need an interview just for that. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, we should probably talk about things before we run out of time. We talk about things Golf R, but good for you, buddy. Good for you. That's all I say. Uh, Golf R, awesome. New, you know, new 2022 version. Uh, there's obviously still a lot of room for people to buy this vehicle and and uh, a lot of room for uh, VW to still make the vehicle so an appetite for people to purchase them as well yeah I mean it's a it's I actually drove it for the first time uh, recently in Michigan and it's a it's a really nice car I mean it's it's one of those funny cars that you know, it's it's a little bit of a uh, wolf in sheep's clothing compared to some of the more boy racer uh, hot hatches, but you know it's it's kind of a grown up hot hatch at the end of the day. And I think that the nice thing about the Mark Eight version of of the Golf, or I should say this iteration of the Golf R, 
is you know we've we've made it more differentiated from the GTI, so it's got you know, a lot more horsepower than the GTI now. I think it's like uh, three fifteen compared to two forty one for right. the GTI. So you know. Uh, GTI, I think, is you know a low five second zero to sixty car. This one, I I would guess, is going to be low fours um, because it's got lots of horsepower. It's got a very sophisticated uh, launch control system, um, and you know it's still available with a manual. You know, we we basically in the states, you know, have a big demand for the manual in this car, and the only reason that the, that the car has come to market with a manual is because we asked for it and, and we sell enough cars that, that golf the, the the r gmbh um product plan has made it happen okay i have a question is this the only vehicle in the world that has a special driving mode i mean it's special that's cool <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yeah but it, it, it's a special driving um, mode because it was designed for a certain very long racetrack uh, in the, uh, the Eiffel Forest in uh, Germany. And the, the reasoning is that one of the things it does, it has all the sports settings, except it goes for a kind of softer, damper setting because said racetrack, which is the Nürburgring Nordschleife, um, has a lot of real bumps and crests. So it has a lot of demand on, on the damping and you don't want it to be too stiff um, because if you do that then it knocks you all over the place um, but it's it is it's called special because you know trademark things with with the Nürburgring basically it's and also you know that race is harder on smaller cars and uh, just because it's you know it's so twisty and turny in a sense too it does have those nice stretches but at the same time it's really hard uh, how many we are we going to get limited numbers in the US um I, I, that's one thing I honestly don't know, Nick, because I don't know what the numbers are that we're, we're planning to bring in. Um, you know, it's relatively limited worldwide production anyway. Um, it's not like GTI. Um, but, you know, it would be relatively small numbers. Um, uh, pricing's not going to move much from the yeah. previous car, um, and it's got a lot of kit on it. It's very, very fully specced. I've never met a by the way, a golfer that I didn't like, so I'm pretty sure that <laughs> they probably made it. I mean, I've never met a GTI to be honest that I didn't like. To, so uh, they're obviously uh, they're, all, they're kitting it out very well, and it's 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 hard to move the needle in such a car to make them so amazing. But I'm glad there's some separation. When are we going to start to see you know between the GTI and the R? Uh, when are we going to start to see these filter into uh, to press fleets and dealerships? And uh, when are we going to learn more about how much it's going to cost us? Yeah, it's going to be probably, uh, I'd, I'd say, fourth quarter of the year. Um, I'm guessing somewhere around October at the moment before they start getting into dealerships. Um, and, um, you know, if you ask me nicely, I think we've got a, a German spec car in the country that people can play with if they ask nicely. Is it in Detroit? Uh, it's not at the moment. It's actually um, it's sitting in Chattanooga. But, so um, I just happen to be going. I'm going to Detroit later <laughs> on this month and next month. So you know, it happens to get up. We that know way, Nick's special. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, in a special Ed kind of way. The uh, all right. Well, I'm you know, it sounds like a lot of fun. I'll try and coordinate being somewhere where the car is at some point in time, uh, and, and we'll look forward to it going on sale. Do you think they're going to get snapped up pretty quick? I think so. Yes, I mean we. The history with the previous car was, you know, we were we still had demand for them at the end of their lives. You know, as you know, in the car business, most cars end up getting discounted yeah, um, towards yeah. the end. 
of alive, but we were still basically getting full price for them at the end. So wow. um, that, that yeah. tells you how special they are to, to our to our enthusiast yeah. buyers. Yeah, absolutely. Mark Gillies, it's always a great pleasure to have you on the show. The brand new uh, Golf R-Type is uh, is here and uh, will be arriving in dealerships towards the end of the year. All the hardcore information is available, of course, now, but the cool stuff like pricing um, will come later in the year. And as soon as you can reserve one, you probably want to go and do that with your local uh, VW dealer because they are going to be snapped up fast. There is more Our Auto Expert on the way. Stand by. That's coming. You're listening to the Our Auto Expert podcast. This is Our Auto Expert Radio Show. Our Auto Experts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can start a conversation with us. Ask us a car question. Join us by direct messengers at Our Auto Expert, where 2 million Americans get their automotive news daily. And Jen, people Mm. can listen to the podcast, which you are in charge of. Correct. And we have lots and lots of listeners. We do. Actually, I was going to tell you this. I was so excited. Uh Uh-oh. Is it? The look on your face You said. You know what she said to me last week? I just tell you this. People in England aren't listening anymore. Exactly. You need to tell your relatives to start listening. Who, and it's who, Germany was our number one country now. No. Okay. Well, is it some like weird? No, you, I don't want to say weird country. Was it someone like Turkey or? No. What country? Real, what country no. is our number one country now? U.S. Oh, well, of course the is U.S. Number one. Canada is yeah. number two. We like Germany's number three. You, Germany. You actually right. went up like eight. Eight to ten people in like one week in Germany. Really? Yeah. Hello, Germany. Guten Abend. Guten Tag. Danke. Ich had wohnen in Deutschland für fünf Jahre. Ja. You have no idea what I said. I, I speak German. You do? Yes. Oh, Guten Morgen. Do the... right, good morning. Du bist ein Kartoffelkopf. Okay, that I'm not too sure what yeah, you said. Yeah, okay, good. Something I'm about very... coffee? No, <laughs> absolutely not. My mom speaks German so Does much. Does she? Yeah. Well, your mom knows what I said. And when you yeah. get home today, you should ask your mom. Have your mom text you right now. No. Jennifer bist ein Kartoffelkopf. Something about coffee. It sounds like you're saying I, cough, I drink coffee cups. All right, your mom is going to text you right yeah, now no, and tell she... you before the end of the show what I said. She doesn't text. Somebody text Jen and tell her what I called her. You better be nice. All right. <laughs> well, you didn't call me a dump cough, and I know that's okay. A dump cough? Dump cough. What's a dump cough? Isn't it dump, dump cough? Dumb head? Oh, so you know cop. Yeah. Cop yes. is head. Yes. All right. Stupid head. What's kartoffel? I don't know that one. Kartoffel. I don't know that one. You want to look it up? No. I, I'll, I'll wait till so you know it's head. I'll wait till after the show. You know, so. it's head. So it was head something. Well, headstrong. This is a car show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Headstrong is exactly what I call you. <laughs> Jen, you are head. You are strong head. <laughs> Jen, you are strong head. Headstrong. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Yeah, grammar. That's the thing. A uh, lot going on in the car world, by the way. Just letting you know. Very a lot of very interesting things going on in the car world. Uh, I had a lot of news stories pop up this week. Uh, did you know that... of the people that bought Mark E's, which is the electric car from Ford, 75% of the people came from outside of Ford. That's conquest buys. That's weird. Why is it weird? I I just, because usually people are really loyal to their brand. Well, just telling you. And that, 
That's just weird. All right, let's get into some more uh, electric and uh, autonomous and business news. Uh, yeah. Anton Woolman joining us. He's an independent analyst and investor. He uh, he is on vacation. Is he? Yeah, he didn't an- he didn't answer the phone. Oh. So it looks like you're stuck with me this time. <laughs> Aren't you excited? No, I, not at all. Oh, uh, let's thanks. go back to the Ford Marquee. Uh, <laughs> they sold 6,614 6, uh, vehicles during the first quarter of 2021. However, the monthly results of uh, 2,637 in March were lower than February. Marquee stands at 1.3% of the total Ford sales in March compared to 2.4% uh, in February. I still think that's electric versus they still sell the number one vehicle in America, which is the Ford F-150. Their conquest, 75% of people buying the Mark E, is still absolutely outstanding. That means that they were in some other vehicle before they uh, bought the Mark E. On a positive side, Ford said that the fully electric Mark E uh, is only on dealer lots for seven days, which means that the demand is very strong. Um, I think this vehicle is a game changer for them. It's going to be interesting to see what VW do as far as the ID4 when those uh, figures are released. It only really goes on sale as of now. Another important note is that electrified vehicle sales hit a new record of 25,980 in first quarter. That's up 74.1% year over year. The category includes hybrids like the F-150 Power Boost Hybrid as well as Escape and Explorer Hybrids. So it looks like, I mean, maybe it's a governmental change, but it looks like electrics and hybrids are like, we did it again. Yeah. People are really excited about no, electrics No, they're not. And they're probably annoyed like me. What do you mean they're annoyed like you? That's I just annoying. showed you factual information that electrics and hybrids are taken off. People I'm are excited. really excited about I was about talking them. about the All right. A GM asked full-size van owners to park outside because of fire risk. A recall for selected Chevy Express and GMC Savannah models is in progress. Vehicle fires can be frightening. And uh, certainly it's been a certain concern for some owners as of late that fires in the new and late model vehicles that have uh, happened. The uh, latest concern comes from General Motors, which is recalling some GMC Savannah and Chevrolet Express vans that uh, could suffer an electrical issue leading to possible fires. The recall, which is uh, numbered as NHTSA ID 21V-1. 189 if you need to look it up focuses on certain 2021 savannah and express models equipped with a 6.6 liter gasoline v8 engine if you have one of those or you have one in your work fleet please check it Uh, one of the best pieces of information i can possibly give you is take that vin number go to nhtsa.gov and this works for any vehicle you have in your fleet take the vin number go write it down go to nhtsa.gov and type it in and it'll tell you if there's any recall on that vehicle. According to the recall, GM identified a defect relating to a positive battery cable, uh, specifically an anti-rotational tab on the cable, could connect to a portion of the attachment post for a fuse box. This connection could cause a short circuit that might drain the battery or worse, start a fire 
under the hood. Not good news. You want to make sure that you get that sorted as soon as possible. A total recall states that 10,154 vehicles are affected, breaking it down. That's 789, sorry, 7,891 of those are Chevrolet Express models, with 2,263 being the GMC version. In both cases, uh, 2021 vehicles built on or prior to December 7th, 2020, are in the crosshairs. GM reports that four documented cases of under-the-hood fires occurring in vehicles possibly related to that issue, but no injuries or accidents are known to have occurred as a result of that issue. It was first reported on December 7th by a GM employee after finding a new Chevrolet Express at uh, their assembly plant with a dead battery. All right, the 2022 Hyundai Santa Cruz compact truck powered powered by uh, a very, very exciting new release is happening. This is right. There is a new truck coming from Hyundai. It's finally happening. Save the date. April 15th, uh, we're told that this truck is revealing. It was uh, back in January 2015 when Hyundai unveiled the Santa Cruz concept to signal its intentions towards developing a small pickup truck for North America. Fast forward a little over six years later, the production model is a couple of weeks away now from a big debut. From now, uh, the surprisingly revealed tease images uh, have been revealed. I'm actually going to go see this vehicle and mm. get to film in front of it. Now, we know about a couple of small trucks that are coming. We just heard James Bell talk about possibly an electric possibly. truck at the New York show from That's Kia. That's what we were guessing. We also heard that so the Santa Cruz is coming from Hyundai, small truck, based on, I'm going to guess, the Tucson. And we know Ford is possibly releasing a small pickup truck. Uh, that's going to be called the Maverick. We think that's coming in the next few months. So there's three very mm -hmm. small. This is smaller than the midsize pickup, which is like Toyota Tacoma. Um, so you're looking at more like a Chevy Love kind of look. Very small pickup. Yeah, that's smaller very small. than those Toyota Tacomas. Smaller than uh, you know those kind of trucks. Do you smaller. even know what a Chevy Love is? No. Okay. Do you? Yes. All right. Something from the fifties. No, it, no, actually. It was so it's like it's a little bit smaller than the S10. Okay. You know what an S10 really is? Really small. Yes, I do know. Just check it. Blazer. <laughs> Not a blazer. <laughs> Wasn't it? No. Anyways. Well, there was an S10 blazer. Oh, maybe. There was a Jimmy blazer. Right. Jimmy. Now we're talking old school. Okay. Anyways, keep going back. Aren't you talking old school? Yes, but you were... I was just trying to... Get, never mind. Yeah, well, we're talking about old school vehicles. Well, because we were talking about but sizes of trucks. We're just talking about lots of small new pickups coming. Yeah. Tiny ones. Micro, minis. Um, I don't know what class you would call this. A quarter ton pickup now? No, it'd be smaller than that. What do we call them? A, comp a subcompact pickup? <laughs> How do we classify these? <laughs> mini pickups? No, because they're not those mini pickups. Those are small electric Japanese things. How do we classify these? It'd be interesting to ask someone how we classify these. Well, so you have the full-size pickup, right. which is like the F-150. Then you have the compact pickup or the mid-size mid pickup. And then compact. what would this be, the quarter-size pickup? Micro-compact? No, because that's the little electric things from Japan. The tiny ones that you see like right. at resorts what they, you know, the, the landscapers use to put leaves in. Hmm. That's what they call those? Yeah, the micro mi micro pickups or whatever. Oh. Mini pickups. 
They're usually electric. They're not usually gas. You see them in Japan all the time. Huh, yeah, I've been to Japan. They're, all their vehicles are adorable over there. Yeah, but they're like Lego vehicles. They're really yeah, tiny. Yeah, I'm in love with the fire trucks. So anyway, three brand new tiny pickups coming. Yeah. One supposedly from Kia, one from Hyundai, which is called the Santa Cruz, and then one supposedly from Ford called the Maverick. And you can't call them Mini because Mini already has Mini doesn't have a pickup. No, but We Mini wish they did. Mini. We wish they did. All right, more Our Auto Expert on the way. <laughs> You're listening to Our Auto Expert. Over 12,000 people have downloaded our Auto Expert podcast and many more stream the podcast. Join the happy listeners via iHeartRadio, Pandora app, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and OurAutoExpert.com. Hours of endless fun await you. Uh, join the happy listeners at OurAutoExpert.com. Two million Americans get their automotive news daily from Our Auto Expert. I was very sad, especially for the owners of this story, a semi-truck carrying a Ferrari f uh, SF90 uh, and a Porsche 911 was struck by a train in Texas. Imagine, Jen, taking your prized possession, putting it on a train and shipping it, only to, uh, on a truck and shipping it, only to find out the truck was struck by a train. How upset would you be? Oh, I'd be very upset. I I would be devastated. That's why you always make sure when you ship your vehicle, you make sure there's insurer, uh, make sure somebody was carrying insurance on the vehicle. For better or worse, Kim Kardashian is Kim Kim Kardashian is still celebrating, but she seems to have uh, been pretty have pretty good taste. She has a platinum motorsports. Uh, she had platinum motorsports built a custom Cadillac Escalade Platinum ESV for her show. Uh, and she showed it off on Instagram with photography. Um, and I can tell you, it looks pretty incredible. Look at this, Jen. First of all, it's silver. Why would you have a silver car? The Escalade got a coat of KK silver paint, which a is what? like a KK silver paint. It's called KK silver paint. KK silver paint. Is it for her name, Kim Kardashian? I'm guessing. That's what I was wondering. It's likely to reflect uh, Kim Kardashian's initials that has a satin finish. It uh, has a mesh grille with monochromatic Cadillac, Cadillac emblem in the front. Platinum Motorsports lowered suspension filled out with the Fender's 26, 26-inch wheels. Yeah, I That's saw. bigger than Rolls-Royce. Uh-huh. They have 24s, I think. 22s, 24s. 26-inch wheels. How big can your wheels be? Uh, the wheel designs features a large center selection of uh, short spokes uh, attached to the rim. Uh, ring goes through the spokes to add a more distinguished design. The changes given to the Escalade are hands have a handsome appearance. Yeah, I think they do. I would actually own this car. It's not gaudy. I'm looking at the pictures from Instagram. It's not gaudy. She didn't do a horrible job. Sometimes these stars take cars and make them super gaudy. Although I had to, I was kicked out of a, a Rolls Royce at Pebble Beach because she wanted to buy it. I was okay with that. Wait, you were in the Rolls Royce? I was in a Rolls Royce at a party at Pebble Beach and I was kicked out of it because she wanted to buy it. Kim Kardashian was Yeah. She wasn't there. Her buyers oh, were there. Her buyers were there. Yeah. Oh. They said, could you, could you possibly get out of this because Kim wants to buy it? I went, all right. Okay. They gave me a glass of champagne. I guess. That's fine. Yeah. I, I get out of anything for a glass of champagne. My computer died. Did it? <laughs> At least you didn't spill coffee on it. That, that's the first rule of today. By the way, when we came in today, um, first thing that our producer Rob said to Jen was, "Good morning. Don't spill coffee on your computer. You have a reputation now, by the way." Great. So excited. 
Just in case you, uh, a word could literally hurt you, remember, um, being a kid says sticks and stones may break your bones, but words or but names will never hurt you. That's not necessarily true. It turns out that they could physically hurt you after the name Camaro. A recall from General Motors identifies a potential problem with the emblem affixed to the driver's side airbag. The words Camaro label listed as a GM recall number 21, 23, 27, 220 issued a straightforward uh, word recall during a collision. The word on the airbag, which uh, deploys Camaro emblem, could detach and basically become a flying projectile. I was hit by a Camaro word in well, the head. Well, you would know because it would probably <laughs> yeah, be imprinted yeah. on the top of your head. How did you get that nice tattoo? It was not a tattoo. Camaro hit me in the head. <laughs> it would be backwards, though. Yeah. You'd have Camaro written backwards across <laughs> it. We shouldn't joke. It could hurt you. It's uh-huh. not funny. You know, now i got to go home and see it, it. Airbags. Airbags are air- scary. Yes. And the dust Very. that was in some airbags can hurt your lungs, too. So yeah. if an airbag goes off, not funny. We just talked about the uh, new Volkswagen, Volkswagen Golf R. Uh, apparently, GPS verified 172 miles an hour on the German Autobahn. That is not slow. Is that in special mode? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm special mode. You're special mode. Uh, you may have to do with this. Uh, yeah, the GTR and, and Golf R, they just registered. Somebody just registered in GPS doing 172 miles an hour. Doesn't surprise me. Why do cars go over 85 miles an hour? They need to. Why? It's fine. Wait, there's no speed limit. Oh, maybe there is. Maybe you can go 90 miles an hour somewhere in the States. In the Autobahn. Oh, well, in Washington, you go 70 on the freeway. I think you can go 85 in Idaho. I've been 85. I mean, I may have been faster than that, but I would not like to admit to it. I'll admit to it. I went over 100 in Nebraska. Where? When? Nebraska. When? Like a while ago. No, I need times and dates and what you were driving and where. No, I'm not telling you. Why? Because you could go to jail. It was in my Saturn. Does that make (laughs) sense? Wow, that was your, a while your ago. satin went over 100 miles an hour? Yeah, did. did you leave parts on the freeway? No. <laughs> no, I got 40 miles to the gallon in that thing. Did you? Not when you were doing over 100 miles an hour, I bet you didn't. No. But anyways. Did fenders fall off and stuff? No. 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 What, what, what do you think? It was think? a satin. They were horrible. No, mine was not horrible. I had it you had five. a satin that wasn't horrible? I should probably not say that. I mean, it they was, weren't all horrible. There was one or two that weren't. Mine was awesome. <laughs> It was. It was the SL, what was it, one <laughs> or two? If they weren't horrible, they'd still make them, I guess. Hey, I got hit going 50 miles an hour. Oh, I don't, don't, I don't want to hear about nasty stuff. It's not. I got hit. We talk about beautiful things this on the show. This is beautiful. Everything was fine. The only thing, the damage that happened was my parts that, you know. It Trip fell off. No. The fenders and stuff, you know, they made them that way. Lift to fall off. Yes. Do you remember? <laughs> no, I never had a satin. I never had parts fall off purposely. It's, oh my gosh. Oh, you need to do some history on cars. <laughs> <laughs> that was the design. So the, f- the fenders <laughs> fell off by design. It's the fenders used to fall off by design. Are you serious? Yeah, if you got hit, it was to, yes. The fenders were supposed to It was to fall. cheap. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Never Does mind. anyone want to give Jen a bigger shovel so she could dig a bigger hole here? No. <laughs> People who own Saturns know. Never they mind. were cheap and no, nasty and they fell apart. No, they were designed to do that. To fall apart. <laughs> Why am I on this show? I ask I myself that every week. <laughs> Why do I'm I put up with you? Digging a hole, digging a hole, digging a hole. Anyways. What? 
long story short, <laughs> my <son laughs> fell apart. The, the parts, it was... it, the parts were put back on, and everything was fine. It was my frame until was it fine. fell apart. And the next time, no, nope, my frame was fine. Oh, I was sitting, and somebody hit me at fifty-five mile an hour. I was fine. Okay, the I car, could. the car was fine except for the fenders <laughs> and the bumper. Fenders and bumper, that yeah. was it. Uh-huh. All right. If you'd like to hear more exciting podcasts no, like this one, like please go Nick to our ourorderexpert.com. Our, our <laughs> so. You can listen to many more podcasts. There's over 140 of them available of me bashing Jen, and she deserved every second of it being bashed. Uh, there's also some great videos. You can see our TV coverage all over the world as travel around and test drive some fabulous cars. And of course, the full length box sports shows. Go see the SEMA show, it's right there. And of course, the great interviews that we do with some of the greatest car makers around the world. Plus, of course, read some great articles. It's all at ourautoexpert.com. We'll be back again next week. We thank you for being part of the show. Drive safely. And of course, make sure you put that pedal to the metal. You've been listening to Our Auto Expert with Nick Miles. Find all the show episodes at ourautoexpert.com. Please follow us on all social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Our Auto Expert. And message us for a quick and witty response.